Everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. It feels a little bit weird, doesn't it, to uh, go a whole week without doing a bit of reality TV? Obviously, we missed out on Bachelor, or rather, it wasn't on. <laughs> I don't know how much I missed it, but we're back for a bit of Temptation Island Season 3, Episode 6, and what did you make of this one? I didn't think it had all the action that we've seen in episode five. Obviously, we know that, uh, you know, it had kicked off a little bit and Kendall and obviously Alexis with, with the threesome really all together. That that was like that probably one of the, the highlights of the season. Not because it was a threesome, just for the drama that bloody, fell off. Bloody was for him, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you know what though, Dave? Isn't it weird how... Alexis seems to be the one in control of that whole relationship. She's in control of Kendall and, oh, what's the other girl called? I keep forgetting her bloody name now. The, the one he had the free. Nicole. Nicole. She seems to be in control. She's like, oh, you're not just our plaything sort of thing. And I'm like, wow, wow. And, and she, Nicole's just there all doughy-eyed about it all. So, so how that plays out, I don't know. But yeah, very bizarre for a reality show to, 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 to be so intense so soon. Yeah, but it's just it's just great, isn't it? I I don't know how much Alexis is in control. I think Kendall's just having the time of his life right now. Like he's on, you know, a boy's holiday, and he's like, no one's gonna know, and he's just gonna get back with Erica at the end of it. <laughs> That's yeah. what I took from uh, from this episode, and I think you know Alexis is gonna be the one who who ends up hurt. Nicole said it was either in the first or second episode, wasn't it? You know, she she was having a go at Corey, and she was saying now she loves to fall in love. <laughs> I, I don't quite know where her head is at, um, but I'm sure she'll be fine, and then she'll move on to the next thing. But Chris, I mean, the episode starts off with uh, with where the last episode finished off. We get this kind of bombshell of. Um, Kristen talking about her brother overdosing and she's saying that's why she's so closed off but she she doesn't really trust Julian but she doesn't want to take that next step with him either um, and you know I've been a bit sceptical I can't remember what the guy does uh, old Mark Wahlberg is it Price is Right or something? it's not Price is Right it's Antiques Roadshow or something like yeah. that which makes him a qualified relationship counsellor but it, through the episode Kristen did seem to have a bit of a breakthrough there and she she seemed to like genuinely grow you know what chris slap me if i say grow journey or vulnerable <laughs> <laughs> virtually or what <laughs> just reach through the internet and give me a slap but you know she did seem to change and seem to open up a little bit more and embrace the fact that she's been behaving this way towards julian so I thought that was that was quite a positive outcome. Obviously, Julian's not really seeing any of that, but I, I felt like she took a step forward there. Yeah, I do as well. And, and and what was interesting was Julian, you know, we got the whole story about, we'd, we'd heard at the end of the last episode of how her brother had died and, you know, had an overdose. But what we didn't realise was Kristen was the one who found him. And, yeah. and Julian and him were so close. Julian's got a tattoo of him. He absolutely broke his heart, didn't he? Which of... I did think was a bit naughty because they never shown that at the bonfire, Dave. They just shown him talking to Kendall. But 
I, I think that's where maybe Julian has not really given a shit about her, cheated on her, sort of treated her with no, with complete disdain. And now that she's lost a brother, he's realised what he's got, how broken he's made it on top of the stuff with the brother. That's how I see it. Anyway, I think he's got some real, real guilt issues because of his own actions, to be honest. Mm. They've been together for 11 years and they're not that old, are they? No. So they've been together for a long, long time. So I just wonder, you know, this indiscretion. It, to me, it kind of, it's important to understand. Is that something that happened fairly early on? Like when they were both at high school or college or whatever? It, it, it'd be interesting to know. But I think I said last week, I, I do think that these might actually uh, come through and make it. Yeah, I think so as well. We were sceptical on it at the start and we were all laughing saying, nobody's going to make it. But I'll tell you a quick story, Dave, this one. And it's not, oh. I wasn't there. But someone who, and I don't know if you were in the band. Were you in the band when when we had a, a guitarist come, Dave, who run a certain website? Were you in the band? Uh, yeah, the Northwest uh, website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, yeah. something serious wedding when there was a wedding speech about how, and you said about them two being together for 11 years, and there was a bit of a speech gone down at a wedding saying that, you know, he's, he's been with her since she was 14 and apparently she was early 20s and he's about 25 and the whole place went down like a pin Dave could drop. <laughs> so everyone was like, you know hang what? on, oh, do you remember that? Yeah, that rings a bell actually. <laughs> I, I do remember that. <laughs> Fucking wrong, isn't it? Well, they're not together now, funny enough, but it doesn't matter. But everyone was like, all of a sudden, you, apparently we weren't there, but apparently everyone was counting going, hang on, what? what? You know? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It's like fucking Indiana Jones, isn't it? With uh, with the girl, oh, oh, what's her name from Raiders of the Lost Ark? When you do the maths, you're like, well, he was obviously a, a teacher, and she was about fifteen or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that is wrong. <laughs> but yeah, that was a pin drop moment, just because they they cross over as childhood sweethearts, but they are the same age. There's a big difference. But yeah, I, I always sticks in my head that everyone was just like pissing themselves afterwards, going, "Oh, that's so bad." Yeah, I'd, I'd forgotten about that. I'd buried that one <laughs> into the do not open yeah. <laughs> locker of my mind, to be quite honest. Um, well, the thing was, so, Dave, you, so, sorry to interrupt, their um, first dance was actually uh, on the leader, apparently, by Gary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. <laughs> Go on, carry on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking bad. <laughs> right, right. So um, when we had the boys bonfire, uh, the first one, because we kind of finished with a bit of a bonfire as well, but this is at the beginning and you get Tom, he's first up and he sees Chelsea talking to Aaron and, you know, then he sees Chelsea talking to Blake and getting a bit closer to, to him and... Uh, you know, he feels like he's connecting with uh, Sophia and he feels like he's growing through this whole process. And, you know, we said from episode one, Chris, this couple have got no chance and uh, I'm not changing on that one. The, the only thing that's changing is that they're both interested in other people, Tom and Chelsea, and uh, but they still kind of blame the other person for, you know, the way they feel. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I think so. It, it's strange, isn't it? Because 
when you watch it now, we're on episode six, and I'm like, how how have you lasted so long? You know, Kristen and Julian, you know, fair enough, but but Tom and Chelsea, Dave, it's a bizarre couple for me. Fucking bizarre. And I know you've called out Chelsea, and I, and I think quite rightly, because some of the shenanigans, because she obviously doesn't understand what a double standard is completely. But also <laughs> Tom then reacts in the same way. And look, I think he was out of order. He's slapping Sophia's ass. And he's putting the cream on. It's all proper flirty shit. Proper like. Didn't, didn't they have to choose brown cream though? I well, it yeah. Like fucking, <laughs> it did look like you know monkeys in a pen rubbing shit over each other yeah, or something. It wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> the best. But you know, she gives the old flirtatious thing, and you know, you're being thingy flirty to a Latino. But then Chelsea's fuming. She's like, "This is it. Oh, that. Well, he obviously doesn't like our relationship, but yet." She was fucking grinding Blake in the pool earlier. They didn't necessarily kiss, which Tom hasn't done the same either. There's been a lot of touchy-feely sort of tension between both couples, but yet Tom's the one in the wrong. What I think they're both in the wrong, if I'm being honest, Dave. Yeah, they both are in the wrong, absolutely. I still think Chelsea's the worst. (laughs) I just think she's the biggest hypocrite. I mean, she's not snogged Blake's uh, face off just yet, but when they're in the pool, she's got she's trying to wrap her legs around him, making proper like sexy signals, and yeah. and so I, I, this is the guy who she called out a few episodes ago as being completely fake. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, <laughs> does it? And now she's like, oh no, well I, I was pushing him away. No, you along with a lot of other people were saying he was fake as fuck, and so I I don't know if you just want the attention or what it is, um, but yeah, massive double standards and. She even said she went on a date with Blake, didn't she? And she was like, it's not a question of if, it's just a question of when. <laughs> yeah. like, but but Tom's still a C next Tuesday. Obviously, I just added that last bit in. But <laughs> that's the essence of what yeah. she's always saying, isn't it? You know, yeah. so fucking Tom, you, get out of there quick. But you are still a sleazy fucker. Sophia's 22, man. You're not going to work when you get out there. But uh, I don't think he's that bothered. No, no, I don't think he is, Dave. And and also, Dave, Corey and Kendall, you know, Corey, sorry, Corey, and what's she called? Erin, is it? Erin. Erin, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll get there, sorry. Uh, Corey and Erin, is that she does start revealing a little bit of stuff about what's happened in the past and why there is this thing, because someone has physically put the hands on her and, and Mark mm. Wahlberg, and she sort of passed it off as like, I'm not so I'm sure she didn't, as in domestic violence is disgraceful. But I'm sure she just sort of, the way she said it, Mark Warburg sort of put her to task saying, like, that's not right. You're going to ruin your relationship. So I think maybe there, and she said, like, about family and everything, she really opened up in this. She looks really, really nervous and everything. And I felt really sorry for her because this is obviously why there is this, I kept saying there's something not right in this. And I'd called out cheating, but obviously it isn't. I've had a looks of it. It's, it's something completely different, which is awful for the girl. I'm pretty sure she's had some cheating relationships. She did say every relationship she's been in has been toxic. Yes. Um, You know, there is a common denominator also there, Chris. Just have to point that out. But she did say, call out this one relationship. And and she said, you know, the guy had put her hands on her. And I'm a fucking idiot. Because I was like, well, yeah, if you're in a relationship with someone, of course you're going to get a bit touchy-feely, aren't they? And I was like... Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Oh, it didn't quite twig at first what she meant. Um, so, yeah, utterly unacceptable. I don't, I couldn't, 
the thing that's throwing me off is she said that all of her relationships are toxic. So they're obviously toxic in different ways, but she's just calling out this one where there's obviously been some, you know, uh, unacceptable violence at home. So I don't know. I actually think these two might end up together, you know, at the end, Corey and, and Erin. I, I thought from episode one, I thought it was Erin who just wanted to do this and she was going to bin off Corey first opportunity she could. And despite Shaquille, right, he's still he's still sniffing around there. He's still trying to get in there and putting his heart out there. I just don't think she's interested in him at all other than, you know, as a friend. So, yeah, again, I do think she's probably embraced the fact that you know, she's been treated like shit, so she's kind of reflecting that, you know, and her negative emotions onto Corey, and then actually facing up that that's what she's doing, rather than sort of passively just doing it, I think might have given her a wake-up call, but I think the other side to the equation as well is that Corey himself seems to, um, he seems to have an elevated sense of self-worth from when he walked in, and it seems to hinge on the fact that other girls are showing him attention. Yeah. <laughs> like Mark's like, do you think there's a couple of people here who'd like to sleep with you? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I think there is. <laughs> and I am a catch. I'm a good looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like, it comes across a little bit shallow, that Corey, but uh, but good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny though, isn't it? Because, you know, if you're looking at Kendall... And Alexis, and obviously, you know, Kendall and, um, what's she called, Dave? I'm, I'm useless today. I don't know what's Kendall happened to me. Kendall and Erica. Erica, sorry. Oh, my gosh. I'm proper having a brain fart today. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Um, but, no, I, th- I think with them, Dave, I- I'm calling this now. I've said it from the start. Even despite what Kendall's done, Erica's going to get back with him, Dave, because it- it's almost a form of, no. even though she said, you know, in the, in the bonfire, I know I'm jumping a little bit, but she said about, you know, I'm better than this. I'm worth more than him. I'm telling you now, Dave, the stuff he's doing now, they're showing that little bit of remorse. She's thinking, she'll be, she's, if she sees him properly, she'll be like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, he's, he's not going to be that guy again. And I think he's just done this on a circle. He can keep saying he's single and he does whatever he wants, all he wants. Nobody, no way, Erica's family watching that are going to go, he's just having a good time, Erica. Come on, don't, don't be stupid. He's just proper cheated on her. And, and as far as I'm concerned, she needs to walk away. I just don't believe she believes she's going to do that. Yeah. It, it's probably the most concerning bit of the whole episode, isn't it? Um, because not only do you get the feeling that she'll go back. I mean, he's he's done the worst thing. I did think she reacted at the bonfire. You know, she sees this conversation between him and Alexis and she's kind of okay with it. She seems, you know, that strong, independent woman. She's not going to be bothered, whatever. But you're getting these little signals from her that, you know, she might just go back to him. And beyond that, I mean, Kendall thinks she'll take him back as well. He's he's absolutely certain of himself. And he's... (laughs) It made me laugh, Chris. He's saying, like, you know, we came here with no rules and, you know, maybe she did have rules that, that she didn't kind of speak out or whatever. It's like, oh, come on, mate. You, you, you fucking... Are you actually convincing yourself of this shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just because just you don't have any defined rules doesn't mean you go and have a fucking threesome, does it? 
Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and then they expect to just get back together. It's like, oh, well, there, there were no rules. <laughs> oh, d- d- Dave, I'm going to jump here. You're going to be going mad at me for this. And I totally agree. The best line of the episode, and I'm jumping back slightly to Chelsea and Tom, is the line when Chelsea was disgusted with Tom rubbing, you know, cream all over Sophia's arse. Is when she yeah. said Blake would never act like that because he respects women. Oh, know, Hello, yeah. you're on a fucking game show and he's trying to steal <laughs> you away from your boyfriend. He's a lechy bastard as well, like most of them on there. I don't think he does respect women. He's just playing the game. And he's doing exactly yeah. the same as what Tom's doing with Sophia. So it's like, come on. Yeah. It's fucking bizarre, isn't it? I mean, she is deluded 101, isn't she? It's like... <laughs> This guy who uh, I met a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> you know, who I call fake, but it turns out he's not. Um, he's just fucking awesome, and Tom is a douchebag. <laughs> you know, it does, it does uh, make me laugh. So, you know, like I say, she's the worst because you you just kind of want to say, look, you are forever going to be disappointed in life unless you change your attitude. Um, you know, she's just inflicting all these negative things. I tell you what, Blake, fucking hell! If he if he walks away with Chelsea, do you reckon he's won? No, because I reckon he's fucking <laughs> lost. To be honest with you, um, yeah. So unlike whereas I've seen some kind of uh, some acknowledgement, some kind of personal realization of how they've been behaving and how they want to take that forward in life from Erin and from Kristen um I I just haven't seen that from Chelsea at all and you know again jury's still a little bit out on Erica I kind of think she has but then like say the thing that concerns me is just that those few little clues that she's going to end up going back to uh Kendall anyway yeah and I, I th- that's what I'm saying, Dave. It's like a pattern thing. And it's also, in some respects, it sounds quite dramatic, but it's a form of abuse, really, because he's sort of pushing her more and more to see, w- as, he, as he got her there, it's like a power struggle, really. The cheating, yeah, all right, he probably gets off on the cheating, literally. But I think it's just more, it, it's just controlling her and she doesn't realise it. And I love the fact that she said, I am genuinely, you know, I am a better... Uh, person than this I deserve more you can't go wrong with that Dave wrap up our predictions then Chris because uh, you know let's start from Kendall and Erica do you think you know they're from what they've seen now they're gonna have an opportunity in the next episode to give their little message (laughs) or not give a message that's always good fun to see uh what people say but Kendall and Erica are they going to stay together or uh, are they going to yeah, stick I, or I, twist? I think we'll go off the score in one to 10 then, Dave. So yeah. I'm going six out of 10 now. I just think she's going to accept it. I, do, I hope not. I really hope not. I think she's a lovely girl. She deserves better. But I think Kendall's just putting on this thing because even Julian rolled his eyes, didn't he, when he looked at Corey as if to say, fuck off, when he was saying about, you know, uh, I'm single, I do what I want. And, it, and Julian <laughs> knows that. He's cheated on her before so he knows straight away he's like that is not gonna fucking rub with erica so so i th- i think they're gonna stick together i do six out of ten for me dave yeah i'm gonna go the other side of five i'm, I'm gonna go four four out of ten i i'm still hopeful that she actually i can't even believe i'm saying it that that she'd contemplate getting back with him she shouldn't should she, she should just fuck him off um yeah 
but the fact that she's giving these signals that that she will get back with him um you know when the show's over you know if that is the outcome i'll feel pretty bad you know and like you say it's not she's a grown person so i don't know if i totally agree i don't i don't think it is abuse she just fucking i don't know she needs to sort herself out if she goes back to him so yeah four out of ten for them what about uh chelsea and tom um no not at all. I think they're minus one at the moment. I don't see. I don't see that relationship from both sides. And I think Tom was the more honest. He said, "Well, she's you know he was. He, I didn't understand at the end because he didn't deserve the sympathy he was getting off the guys because he was sort of like he'd done nothing and she cheated. She, she hadn't. She'd done exactly the same with Blake as he'd done with Sophia. So I don't know where his angle is for this next episode. And he'll be a fucking hypocrite if he starts playing the old woe is me trick after what he's been doing, chasing a, a girl who's 14 years younger than him. So I think they're not going to be together. So I'm going minus. Uh, minus what? Minus one? Once you go one, to the minus. minus. one. <laughs> yeah, it's all over. <laughs> so I was, I was going to go zero. Um, yeah, absolutely no chance. I think the reason the guys were offering him the sympathy is because, well, he... The four of them are there going through this experience together. So there is a bit of camaraderie there. But in the last episode, Julian was saying to him, like, all the stuff that Chelsea's digging you out for, she's doing as well. So, you know, stop stop beating yourself up about being this flirty person. I think, I think in his head, you could see that Sophia was trying to kiss Tom. She was trying to yeah. go in for the kiss, and he's kind of dodging and weaving, and he like a, <laughs> like a boxer <laughs> trying to avoid it because that that would be crossing the boundary for him. But then you know he's quite happy to grab and grope her ass while pretending to exfoliate it. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I think those two things are kind of on par. But yeah, so I think that's why they were giving him the sympathy. But yeah, zero out of ten for me, minus one for you. What about Erin and Corey? I'm going 50-50, so I'm going five out of ten, Dave. I can't work out that relationship at all. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna play right down the middle. I don't know. They need a proper chat. A, a real, real proper chat, these two. Really just this not telling other people where the struggles are. I don't necessarily think no more I watch this, they've ever sat down and discussed a relationship properly. So so I'm going fifty-fifty. Yeah. I'm gonna go seven out of ten, I think. I think these all stick together. Didn't give him a hope at the start. Um, I, I just think that Erin, I, I thought very early on, would end up you know, liking the attention from the guys, coupling up with someone. Uh, she's not liked, obviously, what she's seen from some of the clips with Corey. But I think from her perspective, she kind of realises that you know she actually she does like him and wants to be with him. And uh, I, I think I've not really seen her have a connection with anyone else. Shaquille is flogging on a dead horse, I think. Um, you know, he's got no chance there. And from Corey's perspective as well, the the only the only reason why I'm not marking it higher is because I think Corey's like, you know what? I, I don't need to be treated like shit. I'm, I'm, I'm worth more than that. So, you know, I don't necessarily think he will, um, but he, he might not even couple up with someone here. Uh, on the island but he might get to that point at the end and just say you know what too much has happened and I, i'm not into this so i'm gonna walk 
But yeah, 7 out of 10 for me, 5 out of 10 for you. The last one. Yep. Julian and Kristen. So this is a strange one. I'm going to take an average on this. I think Julian, he is more in 8 out of 10. And I think she's about five. So I'm going in the middle. I'm going about six out of ten, Dave. I think. I don't. I don't think she's decided yet. I think he's pretty much all in, but she's not. And obviously, because of what he's done, that's why she's stepping off. Yeah, I think I'm going to go higher. I didn't like Bruce Forsyth here, are I? Going to go higher, higher. Don't get nothing for a pair. Not in this game. I think Kendall would disagree. Um, Right, I'm going to go 8 out of 10 for this couple. I think the the only variable is, you know, again, Kristen might just decide, you know what, the cheating was just... It's it's unforgivable. I just haven't been able to get over that threshold and and leave. Um, So so that's why I'm not giving it higher than an 8. But I just think, you, you know what, I've been really quite impressed with Julian... Um, I think he's come across quite well. He, he comes across like he gives decent advice to the other lads and things as well. And, and I don't think he's done a lot wrong. I just think the question is, you know, uh, on her side, as, as she yeah. just had enough. I don't see them coupling up with anyone. But with what she's kind of said about, you know, losing her brother, not only that, you know, being the one to... Uh, discover him kind of thing I, I, I just think she might just decide to strike out on her own but no I'm, I'm pretty confident they're going to stay together yeah and, and you know what Dave the more it goes on I hope they do all the other couples I don't really care about but I think you know this seems like a genuine love unforgivable what Julian's done she's got to get past that and she's got a lot of stuff going on especially with a poor brother losing his life and that but I, I do hope that of anybody in this in the show that they stay together. The others, I'm not bothered. At. Maybe Corey and Erin, but I'm not confident that's going to last anyways. But the mm. other two are just fucking forgettable. Tom Chelsea and Kendall and fucking Erica. Jesus. I, I hope Erica <laughs> comes out the champion of the whole show, even if, she, even if she's on her own, Dave. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, Chris, how can everyone get in contact with us? Well, guys, as always, if you want to follow us on social media, at CD Reality Cast. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And I know we had this at the start of this um, series, but if you do have some sort of scoring thing or you want to sort of agree or disagree on where we think the couples are, come on, get in contact with us. You know me and Dave love reading them out. And today, Dave, we want to thank, as always, our good friend Kent Gustafsson, our other good friend, Lucky Lulu Green, who are both producers of the show on our Patreon, which is patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast, and the wonderful Lauren, who has bought us both a coffee again, Dave. So thank you guys for supporting the show. And if you do want to support us, please get over there. We really appreciate it. Awesome. And Chris, we're making headway through this series rather quickly, aren't we? And so it's going to approach that time when we're going to have to figure out what our next show is. Well, Dave, I am watching some belters at the moment, and... We can't record every single day, but the, the Kardashians have started again. I know you're not going to watch that, Dave. I've been watching The Circle on Channel 4, the UK version. That is brilliant. The, the I know you didn't like it when I, I showed you last time, but it's so good, the catfishing that goes on there. It's so good. So I've been watching that every night. That's, that's running five or six days a week at the moment on Channel 4. That's been brilliant. Uh, what else are we watching? We've been... 
Well, what? Oh, Dave, there's one on, right? You know, see no labour of love. <laughs> Fucking, you're going to go mad at me now. <laughs> see no labour of love was yeah. literally scraping the shit off my shoes fucking reality show where they had to impregnate themselves. We all know the score. All the guys had to fucking jerk themselves off to see if they had this fucking super sperm. <laughs> what a show. There's now a show I'm watching on MTV UK where the following celebrity couples who are pregnant and they're going through the whole birth. I mean, don't worry, Dave, we've not seen when when the person was actually, met, you know, she got pregnant, the girl or whoever it is, but it's fucking trash TV and we're watching it every week. Me and Sam and we love it. I can't what it's called. It's something baby, but it's fucking bobbins. And as always, I'm watching Jersey Shore Day, which I love. It's just finished last week. So I'm all, oh, and i tell you what's kicking off, Dave, and it's prop, my show's back. In fact, what am I going on about? I've got about six shows on the go here. I forget how many I watch. Is um, Housewives of New Jersey's back, so we're on about episode three. Oh, that is kicking God. off to fuck every day. Forget that. The best one has restarted, my friend. We're two episodes in, Married to Medicine, the one that me and Sam started binging a year ago to the yeah, day. Yeah, We've, yeah. We watched 130-odd episodes or whatever it was in the space of about six weeks. So... That is restarted, Dave, and oh, is it kicking off in the Atlanta suburbs, Dave? <laughs> all them doctors and stuff, it's amazing. So, yeah, we've absolutely been all over. So I've got about six on at the moment. I'm loving it. You know what? Let's do this. Let's have a bonus episode, right, where you can try and convince me of these six which ones we should do. <laughs> but after your previous track record, Chris, I, I call unreliable narrator. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how much I trust. After your Housewives of Cheshire and your whatever else it was you made me watch. Let, let's do that. Um, yep. Okay. Maybe this coming weekend. And uh, if you're listening out there as well and, and you've got something in mind, just fire a pitch to us. And uh, and we can go through that as well. Of course, we have had the challenge pitched a couple of times today by some of our great listeners. So yeah, yeah. that's one that's been been up in the air. And I know we had Big Brother Canada, but Big Brother is a hell of a commitment because it's usually on every night for weeks, isn't it? I know they yeah. don't do Big Brother in the UK at the moment. They've sort of canned it for now, but it, it's possibly coming back in some form. Uh, and I've read that the UK Love Island is going to be on. I think it was Jersey at some point, which is an island off the UK. It's more mm. closer to France. So I think they don't have any cases of COVID or, or any isolation problems. So <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> Until everyone goes across. But the weather's not the best. I think they get it nice because it's closer to France than the UK, but it's yeah. not like it, they're not in Saint-Tropez or somewhere like that. It, it's very unpredictable. So how they do, or Vegas, obviously, like the American, how they do that, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's interesting. Well, Chris... It's been a pleasure as always, and I'll speak to you next time. Take care, mate. Take care, everyone. Bye.